That's Canadian singer-songwriter Emily Jean Flack with Another Year Gone By from her first EP of original songs, Throwing Shapes. Emily Jean Flack weaves together elements of pop and jazz and her Celtic folk roots to produce a piano-driven sound that is all her own. The daughter of Denise Flack from Canadian sibling Celtic folk band Leahy, Emily Jean splits her time between Dorchester, Ontario and Limerick in Ireland, where she's been studying traditional Irish music with a specialization in song. And Emily will release Throwing Shapes in January of 2019, and she's our special guest in the studio today. How are you doing? I'm well, how are you? Great to be able to talk to you. I've got to say, I always get excited when I talk to people that have like this wonderful family history. Oh, gosh, And, and yes. you know, you're part of the extended Leahy family. Uh, yeah. Your mother is one of the Leahys. And I think, did you, you were on stage for some shows oh, as well? definitely, yeah. No, I, yeah, the, my roots are um, in the Celtic music and that was definitely given to me by my family first and foremost. And I have, um, yeah, performed with them, both Leahy and Natalie often in past. Not so much now because not on, no one wants to come to Ireland, I guess, <laughs> or, or yet. So, uh, yeah, but, um, oh, it's it's great growing up in that sort of musical environment. Just, uh, it's, um, I know it sounds quite cliche, but it is very inspiring, so. And you're yeah. a step dancer as well. I know Definitely, dancing yeah. is very big for you. I'm sure we'll talk mm. about a uh, that a lot during this interview but I presume you've step danced on stage with them over the years oh yes very yeah. much so yeah, yeah. They, so, mom actually I would have started dancing before I would have started singing or even playing piano it's kind of a great thing this the step dancing just because like you know you hear about everybody dancing in the kitchen here and there and everywhere but it's true and like the rhythm and um, it's active and oh, it was like that's that's how it all started <laughs> so piano was always your instrument uh, yes, piano was, though I was a terrible student, absolutely horrible, <laughs> and I quit for a while, and so, and that's kind of when the singing, I'd say, kind of took over. But yeah, I did I did start with the instrument of piano, and uh, I tease my family because everybody plays fiddle, and I always say, yes, well, I dodged that bullet. <laughs> I had to sing instead, but uh, but yeah, it, it's all good, yeah. So did you grow up in Canada or? I you, did, yeah. I, I mean, you've got that wonderful Irish accent, but is that Are just living in Limerick for that That's length of time? hysterical because every time I come home, yeah, no, I grew up in, I grew up in Canada. I've only been living in Ireland for like two years, but I think, I don't know, I maybe it's the musician's ear or something because I, like, I, anytime I come home, everybody's like, wow, you have the accent. And then if I'm over in Ireland, they're like. No, you have nothing. No, you don't. Yeah, well, so, that, that's a common thing for yeah. people that move back and forwards. Mm. So you went to Ireland to study traditional Irish music with yes. an, an emphasis on songs. And I think that was a master's degree, it, right? It was, yes. Um, I It's the traditional, or sorry, the Irish World Academy at the University of Limerick. And uh, it's this really unique, unique experience and program because um, you're studying traditional and folk music, but on a very academic level. And the tutors there are just excellent musicians and you just it, but it's a very practical um masters the practical approach and um so no it, I just I really really loved my experience there it was a year long and then I just haven't left yet I guess but yeah it's great but that, that's just because you got so comfortable and then yeah. started working on music there right well exactly I um so I was on tour actually back when I was like 16 um with um my aunt Natalie and we were in Dublin, Ohio, and I ended up meeting this group um, called the McPeak, um, I think the band McPeak, 
and anyway, Irish traditional music group. And I just became friends with a few of the guys there, particularly um, the one um, Pete Wallace. And so over the years, we've kept in touch, but I had never been to Ireland. And it was just, you know, musical friendships, whatever. Well, here don't I end up moving. And eventually, during my studies, it was around January, I guess, of that year I was gone. We, um, we arranged that, yeah, let's just meet up. I'll go to Belfast and, you know, just see each other for the first time in like five five years or so and we did some demo work up there and the rest is history I had met the guy once before and here we are now having created this project and it was just me doing my schoolwork and doing my master's and then I'd say every other weekend for the most part taking my five six hour bus journey up to Belfast and back doing some recording writing and then on to the next because so. uh, Pete Wallace produced yes. the EP for you yeah he did yeah, yeah and he's no, that's, that's, great that's great well it's a wonderful how you know these people you meet along the way suddenly yeah. become important people it's in insane your life. it's in, it's yeah. really insane the, I would never have expected but uh, thank God for it so yeah, yeah. but your, your music you know it, it has I think a quite prominent you know pop and a little bit of jazz feel to mm. it as well as the Celtic Definitely. music it's interesting because when you listen to the song it's actually kind of like a I suppose it's kind of a bit like Celtic music generally, you know, that yeah. it suddenly moves into to different uh, phases of uh, of the the song or the tune. Sure, absolutely, uh, yeah. Like I, like when I was at home, sure, you grow up in that traditional environment, but but I also like was always listening to a lot of jazz. Mum, mum really loved listening to people like Ella Fitzgerald and Etta James. Frank Sinatra, oh my gosh, you could name all kinds. And so that sort of, that genre was really, really present. Country music was very present. Like we loved to just dance even to some swing or some good old country tunes and classical. Like I, like I, I never was kind of just in this one genre, which is like you said, so much like Celtic because it, it's a foundation that can, you know, yield so much more outside of it from a genre standpoint so uh anyway no yeah it's well, it's, well, it's interesting because you know with being piano based and you mm -hmm. know when you listen to your music uh we'll talk about the first song we played in a few moments but when you listen to your music you hear those elements as we mentioned mm -hmm. uh, you know a you know pop piano jazz piano in there Definitely. and then the celtic influence starts to come through but being a pianist i thought well you know it, it's interesting that you chose to go to ireland Right. And actually thought, and kind of in some ways, I thought, well, whether you would actually want to choose to to step further away from your upbringing. But right. The mm. goal always was to try and weave everything together. Um, I don't know if it was a it was a goal. I think it just ended up happening like that because, as I would even get recording, I started hearing the influences I had when I was like, I don't know how old. 13, 14 maybe when I was like really starting to engage with the music and write. So um, it wasn't a goal to be like, okay, I have to paint this picture that I've been envisioning or kind of, um, it was just really when it comes down to it, it was how it all made me feel. And if it felt right, then that meant it was, I guess. So the, the songs on the EP, I think there's five songs on yeah. the EP. Are they songs that you wrote while you were in Ireland? Yes, or? the majority of it was written in Ireland, but I had started it in Canada um, maybe a year and a half prior to really digging into it but for the for everything else yeah all of it was done in Ireland for sure tell us about that first song we played that was another year gone by now that mm. was the first single that that was released in September of of last year tell us about that song yes I want to say it was a bit of an experiment because I had just moved to Ireland I was 
you know, engaging with these new songs that like in styles and singers and approaches that I had never really, I guess, dug into enough in my own creative practice. Um, so yes, it was, I guess, that, that another year gone by was the byproduct of those influences. And it was a bit of an experiment. I remember Karen Casey, so she was my teacher. And I just remember her from a lyrical standpoint saying, you know, when you write, you should just not put any boundaries on yourself. Like if you want to try to take a lyric and be weird with it or create a story that you know, isn't always so self-reflective all the time or just be be really, really exploratory with it. And so that's kind of the approach I took with it, which then ended up just being me experimenting with these new sounds, experimenting with these images that I had even been, been dealing with in the traditional songs I was working on. And so from from there, it just really developed. And I went into class the next week and I was like, okay, I have to show you this. And she's like, that has to go on the EP. <laughs> that has to go on it. So it is. <laughs> but yeah, no no method to the madness, really. <laughs> well, it's fun. You, you, it's one of the things comes clear in this interview is how much fun you have making music and, yeah. and living in music. Now, mm. that's another interesting story because prior to going to Ireland, I think you were actually studying in Toronto to become a teacher. Yes. That's true. And then I think that got derailed somewhat by the desire to, <laughs> to make music your career. Yeah, that's exactly it. I love education. I love teaching. Like right now, I'm, I'm done my master's, but I'm still teaching at the university um, in piano and dance for the most part. Um, so education, I don't think will ever not be in my interest, but it's just how I want to go about it, I guess. And so, yeah, when I, when I learned of this program, I just... I knew it was something I had to at least do for a year. I didn't know I was going to stay longer. It's funny because studying education, it was religion, English, and history were my kind of areas of um, focus. It was a very different time for my creative process, but also just, just as fruitful because music was majorly an outlet then. For me to even just de-stress was, you know, that was me playing music. And so... Oh, it, it was hard, I'd, I'd say, because my passion is music. And so it, it's hard when you're not um, focusing on that all the time. But at the same, it, there is something to be said for giving yourself a few options and in like focuses so that you can, I guess, yeah, dive into the music and approach that differently. So, so that when you produce an EP like this, is the goal to try and show all the different facets of, of what you're doing? Five songs? You know, that introducing, obviously, mm. you're introducing your music to the world, but it's yeah. the case of these are all of the styles that I'm interested in. I think that, yes, like in the end, it's to convey who I am, to convey who I am, but to convey the music which I am making, right? So it is, it's about the music. So I'm, there's no desire really in me to be like, oh, I have to show that I can also sing jazz and I can also do this and I step dance and I this. It's, what is authentic to me and how can I communicate the music most authentically from what I'm feeling? I'd like to play another song from the EP just now. And I wanted to play Tread Softly because yeah. that is a it's a wonderful ballad, but it's a uh, it, it, it seems a very personal song. I'd um, say it's definitely the most personal of the yeah, entire. Tell us a little bit about that one. It's a uh, it's unrequited love. And you know what? That was actually the, the easiest song to write because it just it came very, very quickly and just me at the piano. And there was obviously with the production of it, even not much going on and really refreshing too, because for the other tracks, like Another Year Gone By, it is quite produced. There's a lot there to listen to. 
I realized that even in myself, having worked on the music, every time you listen to it, it's like a movie. Um, you watch it over and over, you listen over and over, and there is something <laughs> to get because it's just so many layers. But I, Tread Softly is um, really the opposite of that. It's very bare. And so I guess from yeah that perspective, it's, uh, it's pretty vulnerable, but it's good. That's, that's good. So This is Emily Jean Flack with Tread Softly from her great new EP, Throwing Shapes. And you're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall.
That's Emily Jean Flack with Tread Softly from her new EP. It's entitled Throwing Shapes. Emily Jean Flack is our special guest in the studio on Folk Roots Radio. Hello, now, hello. Throwing <laughs> Shapes is a, is, a, is a bit of a dancing term, right? Is yes. It, the idea, and you love to dance, and yes. that, that comes through many times in, you know, when I was doing my research for this mm. interview. I mean, uh, not just on stage when you're performing, but no. but generally. Yeah. Tell us what throwing shapes means to you. Um, throwing shapes means letting loose, letting go, and being, yeah, just moving, moving and feeling the way you want to. That's always been my outlet, like, of anything. If I can just throw the tunes on, and it usually needs to have a really good bass section, that is for sure, and just dance. Oh my gosh, does it ever make the day so much better? <laughs> I tell all my friends, I was even just recently, I said, do you ever just throw the tunes on? Just get the speaker out and just go for it. And so many people say they just can't do that. And I'm like, that is how I get by. <laughs> I need to do that every day. So yes, I love dancing. So of yeah, course, well, I have to write a song. I certainly, I couldn't get by without music. And obviously, no. you definitely live in music yeah. as well. What about live shows? When I was checking out your website, which is emilygeanflack.com, yes. I was actually uh, pretty impressed with the number of shows that you've been doing, uh, yeah. even though you've you know, been away studying. Gosh, the connections I have been able to make just in moving away and, and then also still like all the, the, the touring that continues with um, my work that was already happening in Canada. Um, Oh, I'm just, I'm really lucky and lots of different, different styles of music too and musicians that I can play with. So, oh, it's, it's rich. I, I have nothing to complain about. <laughs> and I think in November of last year, you were down in New York for a, an event with Bill Whelan, who yes. was uh, the creator of Riverdance. <laughs> yeah. um, tell us a little bit about that. Oh, it's a great story. I, um, well, I was at the University of Limerick and Sometimes what they'll do is when a semester starts, they put on um, a musical show for international students. So it would be a Celtic show and with dancing and um, music. And so one of these shows I was asked to dance at and down the line in May then of that same year, I was asked to, because somebody had seen me, I guess, at that show, was asked to perform in this other uh, show for the President's Dinner at UL. And Bill Whelan was invited um, I have to admit, though, growing up in Canada, I knew of river dance, but I, I don't do like Irish step dancing. I do French Canadian Ottawa Valley step dancing. And so not that I, I, I wasn't interested or didn't love the idea of river dance, but I didn't really know anything about it. So anybody, like I admit I didn't I didn't know much about um, Bill as well. And so it was just me having to kind of confess to the poor man that um, I'm dancing to your music, but I don't know it that well. So just don't expect too much. <laughs> I'm not the Irish dancer. But anyway, it, what, it, it turned out perfectly fine. And yes, then in November, I, I went to New York. It's a great performance with also Seamus Flaherty, who's a brilliant musician, singer, dancer as well from Connemara connections that are being made like it's just I am very blessed very very blessed <laughs> so tell us about your own shows I mean if yes. people come to a, a show from Emily Jean Flack what can they expect it's going to be raw and natural there's nothing no fuss really it's about the music my songs talk a lot about love and so I, I think there's always a bit of a tension in what I do because 
I'm a very happy person. I love to dance, as we say. The music always, I always gravitate to, you know, lots of rhythm and, and good feel, but sometimes the lyrics can also be contrasted to that. They can be sad. And then other, and then there are also happy lyrics. Thank God for that. And yeah, movement, dancing. If you want to get up, this is the show to do that. And there would be a mix of, you know, sounds in there. Like I, I, do dance within the show well i kind of yeah. wondered if you looped or something so yeah. allowing you to dance at the same time and musicianship wise like i would usually have a traditional element into it um it's it's great because like what i do does kind of cross that contemporary trad kind of the, the two worlds do cross and so musicianship wise i always strive to like be working with people and performing with people who also bring that dynamic in so yeah no it's raw it's natural it's me it's a pretty good variety too there would be a variety of sounds there. So. We know it, it's interesting because you know, I think the thing with Celtic folk generally is, yeah. I mean, it, it's very hard to go to a show with any amount of that in right. and not feel like you, you're going to at least be tapping your feet or maybe getting up and, and wanting to move yourself. And, Absolutely. You know, for the, the short time we've spent together today, it's fairly clear that, you know, as soon as you hear music, you're going to want to start moving yes, as well. So yes, yeah. it, it must make for a very entertaining show. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And like... Yeah, I suppose if I could, if you just can instill in somebody or inspire other people to move and feel and feel freely, like that is throwing shapes just to go for it. That's what I hope that the performance will will uh, convey. I actually so. kind of like that term. I should start using that because I like to throwing throw shapes. shapes. I like to throw shapes too. Oh, it feels yeah. so good. Yeah. It, it oh does. my gosh. Yeah. yeah. No, that's so. great. You've got the EP done. Yeah. Uh, what happens next? You work on other albums other songs yes yeah for sure um we're all like honestly the amount of songs and, and music that hasn't been put on the cp so we're just continuing to work on those on to the next i guess yeah keep re keep recording keep writing and keep teaching obviously and just see where it all goes i guess yeah it's been great to have you join us today if people mm. want to learn more about your music how can they do that definitely um spotify and uh, like you said, I have a website, emilyjeanflack.com. And then I'm on that Facebook and that Instagram and all the rest. <laughs> yeah, it fills up your life. Yes, uh, there's a lot there. You still have time to throw shapes. And Very if you, good. If you are checking Emily out on Facebook, you'll yes. be able to see lots of dancing. Yes. Uh, yes. For, for different things you've been involved in. Mm -hmm. We're going to finish with the title track of the EP, Throwing Shapes. Tell us about that song. Um, Throwing Shapes, yeah, it's uh, it's about or kind of um, hovers around that idea of dancing, letting loose. And um, I also really like that idea. Like we talk about trad music and how it's it's a beautiful foundation. It's it's old roots, but then that bring about new roots. And so the, the this lyric would probably be a little more cryptic in that sense of just looking at the metaphor of how um, we, we come from a tradition and then we make something of that tradition in ourselves and hopefully are a little bit innovative in that and so and then how do we do that well it's by dancing we express that through dancing <laughs> sounds quite cryptic it feels it's a it's a really it's a really fun song and happy song and yeah it's a great way to finish this interview this is emily jean flack with the title track from her new ep throwing shapes and you're listening to folk roots radio and i'm john hall and thanks for stopping by thank you <laughs>
you're 